What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Kind of Funny Games cast. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the glue, Big Kev Dog, Kevin Coelho. Greg, I'll never forget the first time I was walking around IGN and you looked at me holding your water mug, put it down and smiled, and then just water poured down your face. And I was yeah. like, this man's a psychopath. I will follow him to the end of his days. <laughs> I, I appreciate, too, you said the first time I did that. <laughs> I did it multiple times to you because I'm a crazy human being. Uh, of course, joining you is the former in former Imran Khan. How are you, Imran? I'm doing good. I always wonder, like, sometimes I drink the water and sometimes I pull it away before I, like, tilt it back. Sure. There's some waterfalls. I always wonder, like, can people on video see that? And if so, do they think I'm an idiot? I hope not. I hope there's a large percentage of things people can't see on video that we have done or do to each other on these videos. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's a whole bunch of stuff. I gave up a long time ago. Like, you blow your nose, you're like, this is what it is now. I hope there's nothing hanging out. That's just how it's got to be. This is yeah. life now. And then, for his rare on-camera Gamescast appearance, it's the boss baby, Barrett Courtney. Without doing it on purpose, I feel like it actually hitting my mouth with liquid is like a 50-50% chance. You know sure. what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're really yeah. bad at aiming. You're taking a shot right now. You're taking a shot right now. Oh, okay, success. Success. The Coke Z got where it needed to be. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this, of course, is your Assassin's Creed Valhalla review. Parentheses so far, if you've never joined us for one of these before. Obviously, sometimes embargoes come around for huge games, and that means that uh, we didn't beat it yet, and this is an ongoing thing, right? Because I'm clear. This is obviously our first time getting together to talk about it. None of you have beaten Assassin's Creed Valhalla, correct? No. Okay, good. Yeah, because it's a huge game, and I want to take my time with it as well, so I haven't either. So we always put the so far review tag on there to indicate where we are, but we'll get to all of that. Let me first tell you, this is the Kind of Funny Games cast. If you didn't know, each and every week we get together to talk about all the things we love in video games and some of the things we hate uh, each and every week on a variety of platforms. Uh, The one we always talk about, though, is patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. You can go there to be part of the show. Give us your questions, your comments, your concerns. You can usually watch us record the show live. Of course, we can't do that because of embargoes today but usually and most importantly you can get the show ad free and you can get it with the exclusive post show we do at least once a week i think for this we have if you didn't know i'm getting into housekeeping this is your second or this is your first games cast of monday there is another review popping in a few hours that you can check out as another games cast and then on top of that there is another games cast for the second there's a lot going on this this one have the post show no, then I don't think this one. Well, maybe okay, maybe maybe this one will. Wait till we the like end. To keep you on your toes. <laughs> we all like to be kind of kept on our toes. Uh, if you have no bucks to toss our way on Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny Games, it's no big deal. You can catch the Kind of Funny Games cast each and every week on YouTube.com/slash Kind of Funny Games, RoosterTeeth.com, and podcast services around the globe. No matter where you get the show, please support it on the other platforms and keep your eyes peeled for multiple of them today. Because the thing, usually you put out one episode of the show, it does really well, right? But the more episodes you put out views actually go down usually now sometimes that's you know it's, it's a rise and a fall kind of situation of what's going on and what the games are and yet it's yet. like a roller coaster it is like a roller coaster i wanted to say yeah well i i was saying like i want to say rick roll and i was like that's not right <laughs> i pulled the eject i can't remember what i'm looking for uh some other housekeeping for you like i said it is next gen season ladies and gentlemen youtube.com slash kind of funny games is your destination for everything we are doing with it uh, of course like i said you have another games cast popping on monday that's another review that is embargoed so obviously i'm not going to tell you it but you could look back at last week where we have a spider-man miles morales review and of course a review 
review for Astros Playroom. On top, on top of that, you have an X-Cast review of the uh, Xbox Series X. You have a PS I Love You review of PS5. Uh, that's not slowing down this week as more and more embargoes start to break and games start to go. Uh, of course, catch it all on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games or the Kind of Funny Podcast of your choice. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Blackjack, Tom Bach, ALWT Gaming, Kevin is the Best Christmas Elf, Jeffrey, PPPP Long, Sancho West Gaming, and James Hastings. Today, we're brought to you by Honey and Hymns, but I'll tell you about that later. For now, let's get into our Assassin's Creed Valhalla review so far. Barrett Courtney, I want to start with you, and we're going to go around the table really quick. I have two questions for you. I guess three, actually. Let's add a third one there. How long have you played Assassin's Creed Valhalla? What are you playing it on, and what do you think of it? Uh, I'm about 30. I'm like right at like 15 minutes away from hitting hour 30 of my playthrough. Uh, I'm playing it on PS4 Pro. uh, And so far, I am really, really enjoying it. Um, Yeah, of the modern AC games like this. This is a standout to me. Now, when you say modern, are you starting with Origins then? Yes. Okay, cool. Because, yeah, obviously, if people don't know, you're obsessed with Assassin's Creed, correct? Yeah, I, if you don't know, I replayed uh, the entire series, uh, at, at least the mainline games, uh, this year in anticipation for Valhalla. Um, and, yeah, like, uh, going from Syndicate to Origins, there was a huge change in the series. And Origins is when they started doing, like, the more, like, Witcher 3-style RPG mm-hmm. kind of thing. So, uh, uh, yeah, of the three, this is definitely a standout for me. Imran Khan, mm-hmm. how long have you played it? What are you playing on? Do you like it? I think my save says about 25 hours, and that's probably yeah. accurate. Um, I have, I started on Xbox One X. Uh, yesterday, the Xbox Series X version went live, so I switched to that. And I've been playing that since then. Gotcha. Do you like it? I So I've never liked the... like. Okay, not to say I never liked it. I didn't prefer the RPG style of Assassin's Creed over the classic style. But I've ended up really liking this game. I don't know like what it is specifically the hook about this is that gets it like for me, but I'm enjoying this one quite a bit. Okay. Kevin Coelho, how long have you played it? What are you playing it on? Do you like it? So I just looked at the Ubisoft app and I'm at twenty hours. Okay. I'm playing it on the PS4 Pro. Uh-huh. And I am enjoying it. <laughs> but I feel like a lot of that is really like I have to work for it where it just mm. it's missing that little that little magic that the other one have. And we'll get more into it. But there's certain elements where I'm like, ah, they've regressed in a way that bums me out. But that being said, it still has really cool, like, you know, the open world that I love to explore. And I'm all about going around and around. I've done very little story in these 20 hours. Sure, of course. Yeah, and I think that's the craziest thing is when I have touched base with you, Kevin, when I have touched base with you, Barrett, uh, privately, Imran and I only talk on camera. It's in his contract. Uh, <laughs> it was that conversation of, all right, yeah, what, where are you? And then I was like, wait, I guess that's a terrible way to put this. Or how long have you been playing? And I was like, that's a terrible way to put this because, yeah, I'm the same way of I personally right now am 20 hours or maybe it's probably more like 22 hours in. However, it's spread mainly across. A, this is where it gets really complicated. Stick with me. It is spread mainly across probably 18 hours on my PlayStation 5 save of my backwards compatible PlayStation 4 version. <laughs> but I am also uh, did some stuff with Xbox where I was playing over on their stream and I've been playing uh, on the Xbox Series X version of Assassin's Creed over there. Uh, and that's where the other time of it comes. So it gives me this really weird 
uh perspective i guess of knowing what it looks like on xbox series x and then knowing what it looks like on playstation 4 kind of but i'm playing it through the playstation 5 but it is not the playstation 5 version of the game and uh that's a whole conversation unto itself let alone ubisoft connect which we will also talk about in this and everything else uh so yeah 20 hours across all of it with me uh much like kevin i feel like even in the beginning i might have done it to a detrimental effect of cool you know where they finally like let you loose like all right do what you want to do and i just did the normal thing where i'm running around synchronizing points and chasing down mysteries and then it was that thing of like wait what am i doing again who am i like oh fuck and i just started mainlining the story and that I, I'm in a, a, a similar situation, it sounds like, to uh, uh, I think more Imran, where I like this game and I really like Eivor and I really like the Viking setting and I really like building the things. I just don't feel like I'm in love with it, but I feel like that could happen at any moment because I am still incredibly motivated to play it. I still want to play more. And again, it's Assassin's Creed. It's synchronizing these points. It's fighting these things. It's getting better gear. And some of that they've changed in different ways. And I don't know how much of it is a hangover. Of course, Kevin and I were obsessed with Assassin's Creed Odyssey and Cassandra. Well, I was Cassandra. You were Alexios. But like to come into this new world and be learning who Eivor is and then to be able to switch between male Eivor and female Eivor if you want and finding all these other customization options. Like there's so much to it that more than ever, I feel 20 hours in this game is just scratching the surface in a way that I'm still wrapping my head around systems and what it really is going to be. And I think I need to tackle my playthrough in a very different way because it feels to me and Barrett, I'd love your opinion on this. It feels to me way more RPG than Assassin's Creed. Is that fair, Barrett? Um, I would say this is because Origins, Odyssey, and Valhalla, in their own respects, are all very RPG in a way. And I think sure. the systems in this game, I think, hone in definitely more on some aspects while also uh, tearing away um, at some things that Odyssey did. And also to give perspective, this is the team that did Origins. Uh, Odyssey was a different team. Um, and so the, this this definite, Valhalla definitely feels like the proper follow-up to Origins to me um, in a lot of different ways. And what does that mean to you? When we were texting earlier, very top-level thoughts, you had mm-hmm. said that. What does that mean to you? Um, I... I with overall systems in Origins, everything <clears throat> flowed uh, so well, uh, especially like who with who you were in Origins. You're like the last Magi of Egypt. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going around. You're you're helping people. You feel motivated to help people outside of just the main story because of your role in this world. Uh, of course, you're going out of your way to help people because that's your job uh, in Egypt. Um, and it felt uh, like, of course, it was the first game to go like full RPG. There had been RPG elements in uh, the series before, uh, but this like went full on Witcher. And there was just something about it that, like, the systems wise, and like how much I felt like I was grinding in that game that never mm-hmm. felt like I was coming to a full stop, um, and always felt fluid, uh, and always felt motivating in in certain aspects. Uh, whereas Odyssey, I, I think there's something weird with uh, with Odyssey because, uh, as I've said on shows before, like I don't love odyssey as much as you two or as like i I forget who reviewed it at ign but i remember being on beyond to talk about odyssey uh with them and there's just something about odyssey where it felt like a very bloated version of origins in ways that did not feel satisfying Mm. um whereas valhalla seems to and kind of be the almost the middle ground because like to me origins is witcher 3 light Whereas, like, 
Odyssey is like Witcher 3 on steroids and Valhalla to me feels like a little more of the middle ground. Sure. Um, while uh, like uh, scaling back on things, I think it Odyssey really needed to scale back on. There was like a lot of fat, a lot of uh, things that you needed to do to grind in that game to be able to get to the next story mission uh, that just never felt satisfying in its own right other than, mm-hmm. than like, oh, finally, I'm at the level where I can get to this next story mission and not die instantly. Um, <clears throat> there's just, I think there's way more of a balance uh in valhalla in yeah. uh level grinding and also like just world building and in story building and uh relationship building that um yeah i i, I just and also uh really quick like, i i think this is the most assassin's creedy game of the last three games um i, I will say well they did like reintroduce assassination in this game because like i re- i played a decent bit of origins, like ten hours of Odyssey, and from what I remember, there's no like hidden blading or like no, pressing. there 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 is in those games. They're just like uh, downplayed. Like you have the hidden blade in Origins, uh, and then like in Odyssey, it's not even a hidden blade. You just have like uh, Leonidas's spear, um, and it it just what it wasn't nearly as focused on, and there those games didn't feel as built around. Um, stealth as more as they did felt around combat uh whereas i think valhalla does a really good job at giving you the options to build your character how you want there's like the three different not to get like too into it too early we're gonna get into it yeah yeah yeah. there's like the three different like uh like you have one major skill tree but like they branch off into three different uh types and there's like a an assassination branch there's like a combat branch and then there's i I forget what like the third one is like really ranged isn't it ranged yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. and like as someone who like you emron like uh, i really love like the what the original games did i was going full on making my assassins uh like assassination tree like as built up as i can and like it was so fun to like unlock another cluster of stars and to see like what the main um kind of ability skill. i'll have to unlock. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly the main skill that i'll have to unlock next and it's like so if i can jump is, in just to explain yeah, a bit yeah. on that because i know i don't know if, so we're talking about a game we've played a ton of and i know other people have yes yeah, you earn skill points now you go into these skill trees that are laid out to be constellations the small like little circles on it are melee buff you know resistance to this you know more damage from your assassinations great but then in the middle of the clusters are special moves like you know the abilities uh i, I, I go go into the abilities to uh and then don't have it i think like st- like this the finisher stomp and stuff like that i just yeah the, the, there's like the stomp the, the one that i love personally and this is another thing that like kind of frustrated me with uh odyssey and a little bit with origins as well is that like there's like the assassination uh skill that you can get that no like no matter how much like health a certain enemy has like if there's like a like a character enemy or something yeah. uh that you would typically need to like maybe do like an assassin blow to an odyssey and then origins typically the rest of dealing with them would have to be a fight um whereas in valhalla there's a skill where if it's like a named character and they've got a lot of health they like put in like a little um almost like a mini game where you have to get the timing right and if you get the timing right you can one shot them and it's usually the coolest thing and i feel badass every single time that i do it there have been so many characters i'm like I don't know if I'm going to have like the combat skill to take them on and I've been able to like take them on and just want to hit. And it's again, I think it's a good marriage of what these more modern uh, Witcher three 
Assassin's Creed games that we've gotten so far and giving us the ability to have the feeling of what the older Assassin's Creed games did for the fans who've been around mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. since 2007 or 8 or whatever. There's also just a straight up option in the options menu to like, yeah, when I stab someone, they should die. Like, th- I, oh, think I that, didn't even notice that. It, like, it says, hey, don't do this because the game's not meant to be played this way. But it's cool <clears> to get that option of like, yeah, we know how you used to play Assassin's Creed. If you want to just play it that way, fine. It's not designed that way, but sure. Again, that's the other thing too. Like, and this is in the weeds. I do want to double back to something Barrett said there. But like, one of the things that I find impressive about Valhalla are the options and the ability to really go in there and customize obviously the character sure the ability of you know there's you can change if you want to be male or female Eivor at any time you can also let the animus decide so it'll go through because it's kind of story related that the DNA sequences are over thing but even in options of like all right cool do you want this to be a toggle or do you want this to be a hold do you want it to be this and I usually don't fuck with that kind of shit but in a game like Assassin's Creed where I feel like I'm so in those moments I am fucking with them and trying to find the right thing what I want to double back to is something I had said at the top and I think Barrett went into where I'm saying I'm still trying to figure out the right way in quotes to play this game and one of the things I brought up to both Barrett and uh, our friend who was, was reviewing it as well talking about it, it was this conversation of I don't I love the idea of how they're doing the wealth mysteries and artifacts. If you haven't paid attention to anything for this game, the idea is that obviously you have your big story mission to go off and do. And then littered throughout the countryside, when you synchronize points or, you know, when you use your Eagle, or is it a Raven? Yeah. Or, yeah. Oh, Raven, it's a Raven. Raven. Yeah. Oh, Fro, yeah. Whatever. Raven uh, up there to see, uh, rather than it be like beat you over the head. This is what this is. You just get one of three colored dots, which is white for artifacts, gold for uh, wealth, which will be like, you know, obviously it could be uh, your gear. It could be the new moves you learn. Cause again, you're not unlocking, even though we just talked about skills, you're unlocking, you're unlocking special moves that go on your R2 or L2. That, that, that's more works. akin to like the, the combat stuff in Odyssey where you have like the, like the big sweeping wipe sure. and stuff like that. Like the, yeah. it's very akin to that. And then wealth uh, and then mysteries, which are more like side quests. And what I had been playing it, I'd been going after the blue dots, which are the mysteries, which I was equating to side quests. And, not all the time, but lots of times those blue dots are super short where it's literally mm-hmm. I walked up and these guys were fighting about a silo and they walked away angrily and I just blew up the silo and it was like completed. And I was like, oh, this kind of sucked. Like, and I started, I was telling Bear, like for me, you know, when I played Odyssey, I would have these side quests and the next uh, morning when me and Jen would get coffee, I would tell them to her like they were an episode of a show. And I was like, oh, it's so interesting. And the blue dots for a lot of them have been very simple of like, oh, this is do this thing or this, you know, oh, this guy's got a bunch of stinky shit in his house. Throw it out. OK, that's complete. And it was like, oh, but what I didn't realize i think even when i was having that conversation with barrett because i was kind of ignoring it is that the way they're doing and they've talked about that uh valhalla is going to have stories that are like chapters there'll be multiple parts to them two to three hours that's what you do right doing those i'm having the things i was always liking in the side missions of of uh odyssey which i didn't expect and i think i sold short early because i am now in the main you know quote unquote main quest having the oh make a choice here or there and then how does that play out okay do you believe this person do you believe that person oh okay and that's the thing i'm not wrestling with they've just changed the game enough that it's still my perspective on it and even like building out your settlement and stuff like that like as you start to do that and unlock more abilities and unlock more people it's very interesting 
yeah, uh, really quick. It, it, that's something like I understand, like with you and Kevin, like the there was a lot of what you guys liked of like these kind of like, right? I mean, Kevin, I'm not exactly sure. I know you just like playing these games for the gameplay, but I'm not sure like if you're as um, in love with like just like the random like side questy stuff in Odyssey. Um, but that was something that I kind of gathered as well is that like the way that they're structuring uh, the the side stories and the main story, I definitely prefer in this game as well um just because the side stuff in odyssey always felt like a all right like i'm I'm starting this uh side story hopefully it'll help me get some xp it's kind of interesting oh it's unlocking three other uh side <laughs> missions that i have to do and then circle back to that one and then i got to do another one and like uh it, like there were stories in those side quests in odyssey for sure that like were cool but like i don't feel like overall they felt like worth it to like get like story or lore out of and then with like sure. the main quest in odyssey it also like for me personally just kind of felt weak uh especially how it ends uh with just like cassandra's family quest it never felt like <clears throat> this like full satisfying thing there are interesting moments sure like here and there and it, it, interesting uh relationships uh here and there so talk but, on that for a second barrett yeah. i i had to go like playing this game i had to go read a wiki about what the hell happened in Odyssey because Valhalla mm. <laughs> picks up right after and it picks up after the Atlantis DLC, which yep. is like insanely crazy of the things I'm reading. Like, I don't get any of this of what's happening. Mm. Mm. And like, so just a warning for people who like, if you've never played the Atlantis DLC, you're probably going to need to read up on it a little bit. And I, I haven't. I haven't played the Atlantis DLC and like so far, like I don't feel like I'm like lost in anything though. Like I, I, I think I know what you're talking about, but I feel like I'm getting enough context clues from like stuff that has happened in other games to know like how that's relating. Mm-hmm. It's always the modern day stuff that way, right? Where yeah. Yeah. you pop out and it's happening and even they are like, you can pop right back in the Animus. If you don't want to talk to anybody, don't worry about it and go and be lost in Eivor's world. Yeah. Um, and uh, really quick, just to finish on my point, like I love that they shifted more focus into like the characters that you're going to fall in love with and like randomly uh, start relationships with and bring back to your village. That is saved for the, the main quest. And uh, yeah. that was my thing with Odyssey is that like neither the side questy stuff or the main questy stuff felt like really strong and i like that they put all of their like uh storytelling stock into the main quest because that's how i've been playing it is that like i've been kind of mainlining it doing side things around the main quest areas and then like moving on and like those side quest stuff like still gives fun moments and stuff like the stuff that you and i like just to give an example like when you and i demoed it there's that like random nun in a church uh Mm -hmm. who's like uh anybody who walks onto this holy land i i must kill them and you're like whoa like lady are you okay like there's all these dead people around she's like you locked walked on this holy land i'm going to kill you and you have to like fight this fucking nun and it's so weird and it's like those are the little stories that i'm telling Alyssa. and like they're like the day that you and i talked it was uh there was something there was a side quest story with a main character that i was totally optional i went into it and at the end i was like holy shit this is Mm -hmm. awesome like i immediately had to tell Alyssa about it um and yeah like i i just think there's uh um, there, there's a lot to chew on, and I think there's. I like that they've saved those side questy stuff for just like the little, little random stories that like you can take or leave. There will be some that are fun for you, some that are not. But I think the the meat of it is in the main story, which is where it should have been in Odyssey. Kevin, is that mashing with you? How do you feel about that? Uh, I, I mean. I feel very much like I miss those side stories from Odyssey. It seems like I mean. 
so far from what I've played, the world feels like I don't know. That made the world in Odyssey. Those side stories, I think, made the world feel fuller. So like you'd remember an island because there was some side story you did there that was cool. And now I, I what I like to do when I start the game is I, I open up all the synchronization points. Like that's my goal. Mm-hmm. And man, it was so hard to do because I just don't feel like level progression is tied <laughs> with like exploration in this game. Mm-hmm. Where in the last one, like um, Barrett, right now you were saying that uh, that when you like you you had to grind to get to the next part or to the next mission for Odyssey. In Odyssey yeah. Yep. I never ever felt that way. I always was way ahead. Like when we, I remember when we did the thing. There was like everyone was like, "Oh, there's this thing where you're like ten levels behind where you're supposed to be," and it's like I I wasn't. I like literally just go into the next, like went on to the next mission whenever I hit that. Um, So like, it's so hard to play the game the way I like, where I'm constantly, or at least while I was opening up all the synchronization points. And what I like to do there, I also like try to find little areas where I can sneak around. And like get gear or what whatever it is that that is um, or wealth, um, but it's so hard to do when everyone's like level one ninety or one twenty yeah. or two hundred something. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't even leave. So when you look at the map, right, it'll show you suggested power levels and it's broken up by region. And yeah, that's the thing of like, there's uh, I'm just well, I'm seventy seven right now in power level. Obviously, you get this by unlocking those skill points and filling out your tree. And I think uh, I think your armor as you upgrade that, I think that plays into it too. But I could be wrong on that. Actually, uh, power level, I it, it does because I, yeah. I don't think it overall power level. Like the little number that goes up, like ticks up like 44 or 45, that one. Yeah. So as you upgrade things, your power level will go up. Yeah. I'm 45 oh, right I, now. You see, I'm, I'm, one, uh, I'm 111 and that power level only goes up when I'm up, uh, upgrading skills. Maybe it was just early on or something. I think, Maybe yeah, because yeah, my thing about, and I want to talk about this in a separate thing, so unless we we're finished with what we're talking about. But yeah, the gear thing, remember, like, that wouldn't make sense, right? Because you're putting on different gear sets if you want to. And so, like, yeah. why would you drop that much? Yeah, that doesn't sound like... I think I'm Maybe it would just, like, cause you're upgrading this gear for the first time or something. I don't I know. Feel like, like, I, I feel like I've seen the number go up when I upgrade. Like, uh, the gear... Each gear has its, like, own set of, like, uh, like attack, weight, um, defense, um, uh, dodging, and stuff like that. Uh, those have, like, their own uh, numbers. And then, like, there's two different ways to kind of fully upgrade your gear you go to your blacksmith who will like um upgrade it from like uh no color to bronze to silver to gold and then that'll give you more tiers to upgrade through so you can have uh essentially more times to upgrade that armor uh and like right now like most of my armor is like silver my shield is gold and so like when i get enough uh materials i can upgrade them incrementally and uh have more slots to like make them more powerful overall i did not understand that at all like you just explained oh, it to me right now i was like oh now i get why Wait, something really? like <laughs> that just happened like i yeah. didn't understand it I, I guess now, like, I was, cause I was about to say, I haven't upgraded much. Like, I've been using the same equipment basically since the beginning of the game, which, yeah, like, same. Ultimate Edition. So, like, that's the one Ubisoft gave us. So, I, you know, they gave us equipment that has been working so far for me. Fine. And I just made my axe more powerful. I did not realize that, like, oh, why couldn't I do this as a blacksmith? Is because they wanted me to do this, like, individually myself, yes. which is, I think, also kind of the complaint I have about this game is that it doesn't tell you enough. Not even, like, tutorialized, but, like, just basic information I want of, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, there's this raid on the map. 
what power level is this raid? Should I go check this out or am I going to get killed? And it I, won't tell me until I go check it out. Or the first time I saw a zealot, I like, hey, who's that guy? Why is he red? So I shot an arrow into his head and he just looked at me. I was like, shit, that's that's going to go badly. <laughs> so like, I, I would like the game to be a little bit more open about these things, but this is kind of like, it's this is its mantra is we're not going to tell you how to do these things. And that kind of bothers me, to some, especially when it's like, I, the, clearly I see wealth underneath this thing or uh, supplies or something like there's a gold light shimmering under the gr- underground somewhere. Mm-hmm. And the puzzle it wants me to solve is how do you how get do underground you get to get in? Like most of the time that's fine. And sometimes it is just completely annoying because I just can't find it. Mm-hmm. And that is what's frustrating about this game is that, okay, give me a hint or something or like allow me some way to find this out. If I can't find this one entrance, because it can be annoyingly difficult to figure out how to get in somewhere. The, with the raids, <clears throat> I'll agree with you. They're like, uh, typically a raid power level is just the power level of the area. area. Zealot, there are enemies uh, like zealots and um, just like overworld bosses, like the the thing that Greg and I fought in the, the demo, um, that will be a way higher power level than the area it's in. Um, like I went to that same boss fight in East Anglia, which is like power level 55, and I was like, oh, we did this in the demo i'll totally be fine and i went to it it was like power level 238 i was like fuck uh, no, the, not the, the nurse. The There's the, like a whole mythical like it, quest it, line. Yeah. Uh, and uh, but with the raids, I, I think they're supposed to be uh, the power level of the area. But there are some raids that are like right on the line between two areas. Yes. You're like, all right, what area are you in? Like, are you power level 55 or are you power level like 300? I don't know. Um, so there, there are little things like that where I'm like, OK, you, you guys could have made this a little more clear. So, yeah. Imran, have you gotten a chance to go and look at the, the like, tutorial tab? Yes, I did. So like, like that is just so fucking detailed, and they have the like little icons above the like, exclamation marks, mm-hmm. which drive me crazy because I like clearing <laughs> all that shit out. Uh, Ubisoft has to get better about that. Oh I, no! I, if I, you go in there, if you go into that menu, you can press L three, and it'll like it'll mark them all as red. Ooh, all right. Yeah, that's good. I to went know. into that tab to like remember how to whistle because i couldn't and like mm-hmm. that that is a thing about the game is that every button is something and they're like too deep on functions so it's like okay this is if you tap this it does this if you hold, you hold this it, it does down, this it so it took horse. me forever to like oh the the whistle for your mount button is the same like it makes sense it's the That's whistle smart, yeah. guards button like i get it but also like there are times where oh i i want to go see my quest so i press the quest button but i held it too long Mm, or, so you tracked it, another quest. Yeah, it's something um, like that. That it's like, okay, th- this is actually getting too confusing. Oh, there's too many things on these buttons. I, I will agree with you on that. Like the the one that's really getting me um, is like because I'm building my like stealth build in this game. Uh, one of the things that I unlocked is like uh, a dead body. I can like uh, set a trap inside of it. So if someone discovers the dead body, it'll, it'll explode. Um, nice. But also, and that's uh, holding R3 near the dead body, but also holding R3 is like the kind of a thing where you can detect enemies and stuff like that. Yeah. So if I kill someone in the grass and I know there's a couple people around me and I wanted to try to, you know, quick detect them, I hold R3 and instead of like detecting them, I'm like, setting the trap inside this body which isn't exactly what i want to do um so yeah there there are like as several uh things that um have almost the same control and it gets a little frustrating but that's really the only one that has bothered me pull the trigger for strong attack versus hold the trigger for abilities is one that gets me a lot because i'm like because you'd want to hold 
theoretically for a strong attack that takes a while to charge you hold that button down mm. it's just like i understand after enough time you just start getting used to it and you know exactly what the game wants but early on i'm like fumbling it like like it's the first time i held a controller of like <laughs> i know what you want me to do but this is like you are you are assuming that i've played the last two games and i'm like 30 hours deep into this one and i'm just figuring this game out so mm. give have a slightly easier on ramp for this sort of thing yeah, I haven't run into that, uh, but I, I I turned it on and you're screwing around here. Yeah, I, I don't think your gear is equipped to your power level. That seems mm. uh, outside of it. What do we think of the gear system, though? Because this is a dramatic departure from what it was in uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, right? Where in Odyssey, you had millions of chest plates and arms and all this stuff. Here, you have far fewer that you're then upgrading and getting attached to. Do we like that? I I personally hate it. It's one of those things where it's like, I have mostly the same gear. I have three different weapons. They're all axes. One's a big axe. And it's just like I miss the diversity from Odyssey. I have two um, shields. And it's just like I don't know how I, I – I guess the, the only way to go about going more axes is finding the little like uh, – it's, it's, it's wealth that you'll find like uh, weapons wealth? and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I've been using the beginning axe for like the entire game. Yeah. Yeah. The I, the, I, the the axe that you got from your dad is like my yeah, dad's axe. Yeah, me yeah. too. Me too. But like that's the thing. I really miss the uh diversity that we used to have. I mean it's cool that you can have multiple uh like you can hold two weapons at once, right? Yeah. Uh like that's that can be fun, but I it just they all at the moment seem the exact same with the exception of the dual handed uh, I mean there are axes. a bunch of other ones. They're like uh I would have to turn on the game, which is going to take a couple minutes. But I have like a bunch of different types of weapons that yeah. aren't just axes. In the Most game. of them are like two-handed, though. And I use like I want to use a shield because parrying yeah. is like my well, main way of playing that game. So like it's oh the spear looks cool, but I can't use a spear and the shield. Like the claymore looks cool, but I can't do like it's so, a lot of things of not enough stuff adapts to my playstyle, hmm. and it makes the like the gear level system in general is like when I I, I find a cool treasure chest in this like crypt. And it's like, oh, here's a carbon ingot. It's not a cool new piece of armor or anything like that. Or if it is a new piece of armor, like yeah. my current armor is already better and I have to spend so much time and like resources investing in to make this one better. It's like, might as well just roll with what I got. So it's not as exciting to go find new stuff or put on new things that changes yeah. my look. Yeah, it, yeah, and that, that, that's the one thing I, I will agree with you guys on is like when you're already so invested in uh, gear, I don't think there's anywhere to sell like any yeah. of your uh, like armor or weapons or anything like that, which I think is a huge mistake. Mistake. I think you should be able to sell that to your blacksmith and stuff because like just to say where I'm at, like I much prefer this system i think odyssey was way too like a lot of armor again there's a lot of uh, odyssey that i think is just unnecessary bloat um and just like it felt like you're constantly just trying to move on to the next thing and for me i just much prefer the system because it feels much more personal to like i'm stoked when i open up a uh chest and it is uh like the carbon ingot or whatever because i'm like oh shit yeah like I, now i can start like upgrading the stuff that i've been equipped with since the beginning of the game even more um i i just feel like it's a little more personal and just not as uh, I, I, again, I'm trying to find a better word than just bloaty, but it's like, man, like just with my playthrough of Odyssey like a month or two ago, it was just like I just scroll all the way down through to like find like what thing I just found to equip it and all that stuff, and like none of it, none of it Wait, felt did you like not sell your stuff. <clears throat> yeah, I, I sell would sell things, everything. but there were there were. 
there used to, there are a lot there's a lot of equipment that you can't sell in that game though like uh, not everything is sellable in that game and there's just like a lot of the organization i think uh with how much uh um armor that you're getting and weapons that you can find it just never felt it never felt like a, oh shit like this is like the the next big thing for me to to use now um it felt what a little that? more along the lines of breath of the wild which i preferred in breath of the wild because i think that kind of fit more and better into lighting a fire under your ass to explore to because you know you're going to find like a really badass weapon uh whereas like most of the things that you're finding in odyssey are way too similar to each I other like, and there's just know, a lot of it for valhalla that's an interesting point though right because i think you're i'm more i'm with kevin where i miss the other gear and being able to switch out not so much the I get all this crap and I'm just going to sell it part of it. Right. But I do miss the transmog of, you know, I have a great, I had that poison set. I loved so much in Odyssey, but I could, after the patch, after launch, go through and make it look like whatever I wanted it to look like. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, what's interesting here where you talked about it, you know, a more personal thing in Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which I get, but I also feel uh painted into a corner with where yep i've committed to this berserker armor again it's the one that i think we all have probably that comes with the the version of the game we got so it's great you have it and i've sunk so much into it that now when i see on the map you know the wealth dot and if you discovered or talk to somebody and pay the guys who can tell you stuff on the map when i see them turn into armor i'm always like oh cool but i have this and i've already invested so much in this that i don't want it i don't even care about getting another piece of stuff because then it'd be the grind of investing back into it when i already want to save up to make my ration bag bigger when i already want to save up to make my quiver right i feel like i i'm it's i feel like it's a a sunk cost now in the armor i have that i'm going to keep on until everything else is upgraded and then all right i'll screw around with it but to the I, personal why, thing why, like what sorry go ahead. why does a ration bag upgrade take a hundred stones to fit like make why is that a thing? Like that—that oh, that is like never crafted a ration bag. I mean, know. just like the the economy <laughs> of that is like okay, this it's takes so, like six hundred steel they, to like make a bigger bag. I'm like, fuck it, just make another like find a new bag. <laughs> well, I mean, like the, the thing is that they want to push you to like upgrade your weapons first, right? Before you have like the, the giant arsenal of like what is it, thirty arrows that it's going to be or. Uh, yeah. But also like the, the uh, amount of healing you can do and and stuff like that. Like I'm on. I've upgraded it to the point where I can heal myself three times now. Mm. Um, and yeah, it is, it is taken a while, but like they, every time you upgrade it, it feels significant, um, which, which I do appreciate. And that's just the thing. Like I, I, I should, understand. Well, sorry. What were you going to say? Sorry. I just wanted to say one more thing about it. Like, I, I just feel like about the whole it feeling personal in this one. It's just one of those things where it's like, in the last game, I don't remember the name of my armor that I ended up like having as like my cover armor, where it's the it was the crimson one, and like that felt like my choice, you know, just like Greg yeah. had the poison one. Also, anyways, I just I miss that. No, I miss that's that my thing too. Is like I I feel like even with this one, the transmog would be great, and then also like to personalize it, the little things of changing colors on things, or you know, changing mm. that I thought when we and maybe again I'm only twenty hours into this game. I thought when we first got to and started our own settlement, there was going to be this moment of like, cool, what color should the flag be? What should this? And like, I was like, mm -hmm. oh, I'm going to make it my own that way. And that never happened. And there are decorative items you can put around. But even though I'm like, I only like the Odin statue. So my, <laughs> my settlement's like 19 Odin statues everywhere. It's dope as hell. <laughs> it's a good statue. It's a good statue. But it's like those little things of that, that, Odin like, statue. Big old statue of Odin, man. 
Just uh-huh. get out there. You go go to the weird dragon thing and say, I put it down. No, yeah, I, I just have okay. two. I have the arrow and I've oh. got the uh, the well. I don't know how I have like wells everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> man. <laughs> All drinking good water. All good water. But that's the thing, and it's like it's a weird one because again, I don't want to you know uh, knock the game for what i think it should be right like i appreciate that they're very much like no this is the game and this is avor's story and this is how we're t-. like i get that but it just leaves me wanting in a way of turning me off from going and explore those things like i like getting the money obviously i like mm-hmm. expanding camp i like obviously it's a ubisoft game checking these boxes filling in the wealth meter on all the areas like i'm going to go for it and you know to the other point like imran had made like even when I get to a place and get stumped by how I'm supposed to get, you know, 96 meters underground and get the thing, I really dig that. I do, and I think it's more interactive than ever on the amount of places where it's like now you can shoot out cer- certain sections of walls or like well covers and like having that moment of like going around a building, like all right, there it is, and like knock that out and come in and then unbar the door and go out. Like I really like that moment. Being I will say it's to- great, to like figure that stuff out, like figure out how to get in the longhouses until like the game just doesn't for some like. It's open and free and it'll let you go to places. And I, there was a point where I fought my way through a fort and just killed everybody, like literally more than 100 people. And then tr- spent maybe an hour trying to figure out how to get into a longhouse. And I just couldn't. I could not figure out how to get in. And I gave up and I came back later and it was a story quest. And mm-hmm. you just let in get the story quest. And I'm like, fuck that. That is so yeah, annoying. That, sucks, that, sucks. that yeah. like they do. And it, it's one of those things of, there were exchanges that say breath of the wild had to make from like traditional zelda formula to allow you to go anywhere and do anything and this game tries to kind of have the difference and there are parts where it just kind of breaks apart and those are the parts that i'm like you guys didn't think this out well enough there should have been some solution or some thing to say hey don't bother with this right yeah now. The, the, that's interesting of like i wonder like how big of a, a story moment it was because it felt like even just with side quests or maybe some uh main quest uh in origins at least if you had gone to in like an enemy camp and taken it out taken out that camp and then like found a quest item that you hadn't gone to yet and then like went to that quest later and it's like oh yeah i already took out yeah, this warlord over there like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so it's cool. um i didn't real like i haven't run into that at all in valhalla and i'm surprised that they haven't like continued that uh that thing which is this is just, just like one example like yeah. there were other, some there are things like you were saying of like there's a time I made peace with a uh, ba- band of mercs, and then I ended up killing them all in their sleep anyway because I had a thing I needed. But then when I <laughs> when I later Let's like talk to, brothers, when I talked to somebody later, they're like, "Oh, we should have killed them." And Ivor goes, "Yeah, I did. We don't have to worry about it." I was like, "Oh, it's cool that they acknowledge that that I actually mm-hmm. just went ahead and did that." Uh, really quick, there's uh, one of the systems that I thought is fascinating, and I don't know. Uh, I, I'll try not to say much just because I don't know where all of y'all are, but like. If you remember in Origins, there's the the Phylakes, which were kind of like the the, the mercenaries in Odyssey. Oh, yeah. Um, the mm-hmm. the Phylakes in Origins kind of just like went in their own territory and they're just kind of like chilling out. And you could uh, you could hunt them down if you wanted to uh, when you're high enough level. In Odyssey, uh, it was kind of like treated as a wanted system if you're wanted. Uh, depending on how much you were wanted, uh, one or five mercenaries could be at you at the same time. Uh, Valhalla, there's 
a moment in Valhalla in the main story where like you get introduced to the zealots um, and the order of the ancients and stuff like that, which is uh, hearkening back to stuff that was set up in Origins. Um, and you, you'll naturally run into the zealots and because they have their like own little territory. And there's a moment in the story, and I don't know if any of you have gotten here, where I, I know um, what you're talking about. You you talk to someone, and depending on how this conversation goes with this, f depending on the actions you take during this fight and this conversation after this specific fight, the zealots that are more designed like the Phylakes in Origins, I think could turn into the mercenary system in Odyssey. Or so did you go ahead and prevent that or not? Because I, I, I did it, go I and I, I went and prevented it. And it was one of those things where it's like, all right, you have until like nightfall the next day to be able to like uh, essentially destroy this like kill order on you. Um, and it was when I destroyed that, that it introduced me to like what the zealots like are about and their whole like yeah they are really hard and um they they could have all been after you i'm like holy shit because i did this a certain way like i wonder how the rest of the game would have been for me if i was like constantly being hunted down or if there's a way to like <laughs> to, like have that stop in the middle of it it just like made me fascinated because like yeah uh, one of the happened. big things that odyssey introduced was like choices in conversations and all this stuff um and like uh, the relationships, hooking up with people. And there just seems to be a little more of a deeper um, thought into um, making choice and having it actually matter in the overall gameplay systems in the story, uh, which I deeply appreciate. I was going to yeah, say no, the opposite. No, no. Like I didn't, I don't, I was kind of wondering while I was doing some conversation earlier, of like, does any of this actually matter? Because they give me three mm -hmm. options. I was like, what would have happened like would the conversation have been different? Would this person have liked me less? Because there's no like relationship system with these characters. Like I didn't mm. say like they're going would would the story mission have been different if I told Ivar to fuck off? Mm. And I don't know if that's the case. And there there are like exactly what you're talking about, some cases where the options do allow for something. There's like one where you have to like basically do an investigation and find somebody who did something. And yeah, I, I still don't know, even yeah. after doing all that, if I was right or not. Which was kind of cool. Like, uh, I, like, I, mean, I don't like, want to spoil too much. Like, it was like. See, what's fascinating about I, that is I did that too, and I know that I picked wrong because I saw it play out, and I, oh, really? I was wrong. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh shit. So and that led then. to a conversation at the table because so back at your <sighs> once you guys go to England, you have your giant Viking house, you have this big old map. And basically, you start making alliances out, and so she'll, you put a knife in it of I'm going to go to this thing and get them on our side, and so. When I did that, obviously, went and did the quest we're all talking about. No spoilers. Picked wrong, though. <laughs> Came back, got there, and uh, I was, I, you know, Avor's like, yep, you know, it's done, but I, we I kind of, we kind of fucked up. And, uh, you know, it, she, it, it's that thing of we have their swords, but we don't have, or it, we have their swords, but it's not that they don't respect us. It's that they don't trust our judgment. Like, and it, they say it way better than that. And, and the woman who's in charge is like, doesn't matter as long as we have their swords. So I'm wondering if when we get to, I, again, not not there. Whenever we get to where I need everybody to work together, if there's going to be a thing of that's all these the ripples we're talking. And you're about. you're leading right into something. Though, Kevin, go uh, go ahead. I was going to say I haven't gone back to like the headquarters, so I don't uh, know. Perhaps I get there mm -hmm. and they're like, that was a stupid choice. <laughs> um, that's leading right into something that I really want to that I really love about this game is because I think uh, Odyssey and Origins to an extent uh, compared to 
uh, a lot of the other Assassin's Creed games feels very daunting uh, in how big they are. And there's something structurally about Valhalla that I really appreciate and how it lends to how people are going to naturally explore through this game. Maybe not to the crazy way Kevin likes to do it where he's like barreling through the entire world. But like, uh, again, like I've been more of like sticking to the main story and like finding the uh, mysteries and wealth like around those things. Right. Um the way that they introduce each parts of the world makes it feel a little more organized. And this is probably just a more of a preference thing. Like I, I, I like that, you know, you look at the entire map and you're like, Oh fuck. Like there's a, there's an area that's like 365, but I never felt like I've, I'm being forced over there yet. Even at level hundred, 120, I think is where I'm at right now. Um, the the but, thousand eyes quest sent you there. And that's one of the places that I feel like, is very obvious or is very bad about telling you what you're getting into. I'm mm. like, oh, I'll take these quests, and you'll go over there and you'll fight, like see someone like, oh, this is the person they want me to, you know, confront. And then he turns out to be level 200. I'm like, well, okay, I wish I had knew when I took this quest that it was going to be <laughs> way too hard for me. Mm, gotcha. Um, yeah, I haven't run into to some of that just because like, the Thousand Eyes one is. Uh... Is that the Order of the Ancients one? No, that's that's Redna. They're, they're like they give you contracts, like the shopkeepers around the around gotcha, the world. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Um, yeah, I haven't done much of that, but like at least with the Order of the Ancients uh, side quest, like I know that's like at least with how Odyssey worked uh, with the the Cult of Cosmos, it's like all right, I know I'm not going to be able to get everybody until like I'm this like level up, so I'm not even going to worry about this right now until I can start like killing them all like uh in a row except for like the the ones that are tied to the main story sure. um and so I, at least with like how it's introducing it like the world to you um like following the main missions i've really appreciated of like all right you're gonna go to this area and it's level 55 and you don't need to really worry about uh going anywhere else for now because you're going to be kind of up, like leveling up fastly enough like i i I've been cruising, I feel like, uh, with, with leveling um, and like getting up to a certain level in like the level 55 area where at that point, like by the time I was at the end of that quest line, uh, all of the enemies were like green for me, which means that they're uh, they're Killable, easy for you easy, to. Yeah. 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 And like I was correctly leveled That's... for the next area. Yeah. And I, I just think the way that I'm playing, it just makes sense for me and like how the the story no, kind of like. Yeah, back it's, to it's... what I'm talking about. I think you're playing the game correctly and yeah the way you're, they want you to they, yeah. they, the way kevin and i play and have played these games like psychopaths like, like ghost, and play ghost of tsushima like yeah. psychopaths where yeah. we want to clear everything <laughs> and sync everything mm. this is very much like no we want you to do that but we want you to do it on the way to what you're doing yeah so yeah. you see it over there and you ride your mount and you go bing ding ding hey, yeah and you can see it with there. the way they like the level breakdown is is yeah. set up where it's not like oh okay as you go up the levels get higher no it's it seems random but i'm sure if you looked at it there's a path where you're gonna follow that path depending it, on the it's kind of like because you start in like almost the, the center, center of yeah England, and then it branches and you're like kind of just like taking yeah. over and almost like a spiral yeah. uh, uh yeah it, it, sorry I, I was just gonna say real quick because i want to talk a little bit about the mercenary stuff because we moved away i'm really curious like Sounds like I should try to avoid that mission because I loved the mercenaries. I killed 128. I just checked in Odyssey. So, like, they're all at least, like, uh, what I've seen so far, they're all, like, level 90. And by the time you take on that quest, you're probably, like, 50 or so. Uh -huh. So mm -hmm. I, I don't know, like, 
if you didn't burn it, what would have happened? Like, would yeah. they have been more to your level, or would they have been a different type or whatever? But like, I'm really curious what does happen. So yeah, if you want, if you want to be the okay, lowest level Kevin, one I, yeah. that I've run into is 90. I I man. I want to say no. I guess yeah. I think they're all ninety. But I fought one for so long. I got so close to beating him, <laughs> but I was level like uh, twenty, so it was. I had no uh, chance. The, the one thing I, I will say that's uh, frustrating about that system with the zealots is because of like the. I was talking about like the dope assassination upgrade that I got earlier. Uh, I would I tried to one shot one of them, and it like that option didn't come up, and I was like, well, that's kind of yeah, lame that you're like holding that back to like. There's only specific like enemy types that you can't do that with, but like a main boss and like a main mission I can do that with. Like it it, it felt it feels very selective, and I do find that weird. But the last thing, the last okay. point that I wanted to make with this whole like the way they introduce each kingdom, uh, like I, I talked about like why I liked it gameplay wise and like the leveling up system but uh the other reason i'm falling in love with this game is just like the the story itself and the main story and like each kingdom you're going to feels like its own season of uh the series right like i'm going into here i'm getting invested in these characters and like we're spending enough time with this like new small cast of characters that live in this kingdom to be invested in like what they're going through they're uh, one of their inner circles is uh betraying them uh the other one is uh trying to get married to a dane but her brothers don't like him um like i i'm terrible with names so uh, especially with these complicated (laughs) norse names yeah yeah, exactly so but no you're you're right like i feel like again to uh, playing it wrong like this is the way to engage with it because i am having those exact moments you're talking about where i'm like oh i love soma or oh the young king or all these different things of like i remember them and i'm i'm stoked i had those experiences with them yeah and it's uh, and it's cool like i'm waiting for that moment and i Again, I'm only 30 hours in. I think like Odyssey took me around uh, this playthrough. Uh, it was a little shorter. I think this playthrough was like more like 40. But I remember the first time I played Odyssey, it was like 60 hours for me to beat the main campaign. Origins was like roughly 30 hours. So like I'm interested to see like how long it'll like take to like roll credits or whatever. Um, but I'm waiting for that moment where like you're bringing all these kingdoms together. They're like swearing their allegiance to you. And I'm yeah. waiting for almost that like end game moment where they all come together. And like all of these characters that you spent like a good amount of time with that you have these relationships and stories with. Like, like all come together and you're like holy shit like all my friends are here we're doing like, it uh, um, I, uh, again I like i have it i assume they're oh. all just gonna betray me yeah it's oh, that thing like with, with the, the dream sequence he has in the beginning where it's like bro cut off his own arm you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah and like with that stuff like <laughs> with the family stuff uh again not getting too into it but like uh there's a, a prophecy going on with you and uh your uh kind of sworn brother uh that, that's going on and i just i hit a really interesting point uh not just interesting in like the relationship with you and your brother but also interesting in like a very very nerdy assassin's creed lore standpoint as well um which i think this game plays with uh a a lot uh with um and that's something that like i don't think any of these recent like three recent games have done poorly even though i people who like to hate on Odyssey because like, oh, you're not even an assassin. It's like barely an Assassin's Creed game. Those people obviously didn't play. uh, Those people (laughs) obviously didn't play Odyssey because like story and lore wise stuff, like there are some really cool implications of like what the Isu have a hand in. And same with Origins. Uh, There's just some really cool stuff that I'm getting to and I I can't wait to see it through. I do like that since this game is like pre Ezio and like pre Da Vinci having invented a hidden blade that doesn't take your finger. Like, Ivor Disco's 
No, I'm just going to keep my fingers, put this on the yeah, front. I don't care if people funny. see it or not. It's not yeah, a hidden blade. That's a great, yeah, yeah, I like that interaction a lot, and I like how they're building on that. The one question I have that's tied up in all this that we haven't really talked about is we've talked about the gear and how that influences it. What do you guys think of the combat? Because it is different, and it's this weird thing where I haven't, with the exception of when I've, you know, oh, let's go see how hard level 90 is at level 25, I haven't felt challenged by it. And I oh. think that it plays into what the story they're building of, like, your Eivor, for me, it's, you know, the axe and it's the shield, and I barrel into these situations. And in raids, right, there's tons of people, but you're usually trying to get to get the goods and do the thing. It's not about killing all them all. And so... Yeah. I get into these situations where I'm fighting dudes and I'm just cleaving their heads off and their arms off and it feels powerful and it feels cool. But then in some ways it also feels mindless where I'm not super, I, I like it. And then there'll be somebody that I do need to parry and I do need to fight. But I feel like mm. and this is early in the game in the grand scheme of an Assassin's Creed game. I'm not finding those things where I have to parry that much and really fight that much. Yeah, oh, it's, for me, it's like, it's baby dark souls. Like because, because Assassin's Creed has such a, let's say generous relationship with button pressing actually having a correlation with the action you're taking like <laughs> the windows have to be so large so yep. like i can hit the parry button and like a second later it'll still parry so i've just been playing yeah, like i really had to get I, I really had to get used to that timing with the parry because I, I feel like even odyssey had like a more tight window with parrying uh than this one so like it really threw me off where i was like how early or how close am i supposed to do this um yeah it's, it's wild how early you can do that parry. And it's so powerful like parrying just destroys like i think spearmen are the only ones i actually have any problem with it because i just yeah i've never bothered to learn how to figure them out but <laughs> everyone else has been like oh this guy's winding up for like three seconds for this sword attack this is should be this is gonna be real easy it's like hit hit he's out of stamina now it's like it's a uh, the stun lock or the stun attack which also gives me my health back so i'm basically just never dying hmm. um yeah i i haven't found like too much difficult i feel like i'm Close to Greg on that, uh, where, but I also feel like just with how quickly I'm leveling up, like I, I feel like I am taking on fools pretty easily. But it's also one of those <laughs> things where I'm going into enemy camps, like I'm trying to play as stealthily as possible. So that's that's like my personal goal is to like not get into any fights at all. And like sure. when you are like forced into fights, I, I do think there is a, a certain level of like when you're not doing a raid and you're with your uh when you're with your crew and stuff like that uh when you when you are doing solo and you have like five guys coming up at you and like there's four arrow men shooting all at you at once like the, you can get e easily overwhelmed i, sure, I do it's, think it's definitely about i think their quantity they throw quantity yeah. at you yeah. which again makes sense and again how i'm building out my avor where mm. i'm going full-on red bear trees right mm. which is melee damage and melee resistance mm. so i'm meant to be this ah I like to yeah go in there and get them that way which is cool when you think about it but then gets into these situations a bit where it's like all right, well, I'm just going to, like, you know, like, I for me in the stealth thing you're talking about, right, I have don't have that perk. And so mm. even when I do be stealthy, it's always when I do be stealthy. When I am stealthy. Greg, do like, be I, stealthy, though. I do be stealthy. Uh, before this, right, I would stab them, but then it leaves that little bit of health on them. Right. So they get stabbed, and they get up, and then everybody's alerted, and it's just like, ah, and I'm just fucking tearing people apart. And it's cool, yeah. and I like where we're going with it. It's just this weird thing of, like, oh, I'm not, with you know, like, I just got to where we did the demo, and mm. there's that, uh, if you we talked about him before, like the fisherman who wants to go to Valhalla, but he's like Thor Thorson or whatever, and he's yeah. like fucking uh, you know ninety or whatever, like 
yeah he's, he's crazy um, he's a challenge those kind of like bosses are challenges. yeah the, the bosses are always fun like when when you don't have for me at least when you don't have the opportunity to assassinate them like those are always fun for me at, at least feeling wise uh for people who have like played a lot of the games uh at least for like there are little tweaks here and there it does like it is almost the same combat system as Odyssey and Origins, but stick with me. Uh, I don't know if uh, maybe Imran will understand. It feels like a more quicker and faster version of Odyssey and almost like attuned to Syndicate in a way where mm -hmm. Syndicate was fast and you're taking down a bunch of dudes all at the same time. And it feels uh, like ferocious and you like you're taking yeah. you're swiping off heads and you feel like a fucking badass with like how quickly you're taking people out by and like that's like, like by the time the series got to syndicate it was all about chain assassinations that like yeah you want to drop down in the so crowd and just like kill one person and that just led to everyone dying around you. yeah um and uh, like but like chain assassination in the way that wasn't as easy in assassin's creed 2 and yes. uh brotherhood i feel and like stuff odyssey like that. did that really well where you could like throw keep the it spear, going right? yeah and keep yeah. it going uh well i mean i guess that was really easy because you do like four or something when you throw this yeah you could upgrade yeah, you could right. really change but, that up uh it's funny you guys like all have a very different experience than i do <laughs> where like i'm getting the shit kicked out of me but i keep going to things areas that i shouldn't be going to yeah, yeah no i think the game yeah. very wrong kevin <laughs> uh well i mean you know i'm still getting through stuff uh also um i set the game difficulty for whatever reason to hard um and you can dial it down can't you the yeah you can you totally can and like i i don't know it's also modular like you can set like stealth combat and well yeah, yeah. so i was gonna say i set i still i set the stealth to the hardest and i gotta say guys uh it's been a lot of fun like <laughs> Hell i yeah, just dude. <laughs> i just did a mission and I, I i've been like barreling through things but like for whatever reason the, the mission that i just did you're supposed to kill a priest in a monastery and i was like oh I'm going to do this as stealthy as possible because, like, you, know, you send your bird in there, which it doesn't mark things. I guess I can do that. Maybe hopefully we can do that in the upgrade tree. You, you can you can, uh, you can up you can. It's not an upgrade. You can mark specific like items. You can't yeah. do the whole tagging system. Yeah. I uh, that. Like I you like could in or, uh, yeah. Origins and Odyssey, which, again, is like what I've been saying with Valhalla. There's more of a marriage between their most recent Witcher 3 style games and like what the original Assassin's games right. did because like the way you tag enemies is much more akin I, to uh, like the Eagle site. When, um, when I was doing stuff, when I used to tag people and then I'd be like, all right, I'm going to stealth stuff. That didn't actually mean like sneak in. That what that meant was like I was going to quietly kill everyone and, yes. you know, clean the area and then go in and get my big kill. But this time in, what I did instead is uh, like also I've been through a lot of monasteries. So I was, I know that like, Oh, on the tower on the left side, there's always a window you can break. So I went yeah. in through that window, oh, yeah. walked over the the little catwalk. That's not what it's called. The you know yeah, the, the little rope. Yeah, the beams, the beams, the beams, yeah. the beams. And I looked down. I was like, all right, well, I'll just. And then you know you get the cutscene. The cutscene ends. No one's noticed me, so I just climb back up and I walk out. Walked out. <laughs> yeah, you feel so and it's badass just like, when you do oh, that. You're cool. like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. I, that was the most assassin i've ever felt in any of these games also, i really wish that like on raids like they let you do that stealthily because you can't it, like you require an army to come with you to break open doors and like 
I the mean, treasure chest and you all can that. start going in there stealthily, and then you, you call the raid because that's something I accidentally did in my uh, when we demoed it. Like I went into this town, you could raid, and I did like all the prerequisite things like stealthily, where I like stole the key, opened up these doors and stuff like that. There are chests that require you to have like two people to open because they're so yes. big. So Which like when all of that like- was prepped, I was like all right, cool, blow my horn, and, like, all my people came through, and then, like, we raided in, like, a minute, and then we got out, and it was fucking dope. <laughs> One time they game glitch for me, and, like, they didn't come, so I just couldn't open the treasure chest at all. It wasn't that it glitched, it just, we, you know, I climbed up the wall or whatever and did something crazy to get to where we were, and then they took the normal route, so I, did, she, uh, I was a female Avor at the time, and I went to, to the door, and I was like, help me with this! It just sat there for like a minute and, and it was like I pulled away finally and then somebody rounded the corner to come help me. I'm like, all right, gotcha. yeah, like, the, the, that, that is a frustrating thing I've run into as well. It's like they should just spawn someone right there to help you. Yes. Like it, it, that seems like a simple solution. Like actual characters too. Like they're because so I've been playing the game connected online and you can pull in other people's like uh, Yams Viking. Yeah. Like I don't know if they're any stronger or any different in any way, but they are actual like design characters, I guess. Yeah, you can like yeah, uh, like randomize or like your your main one, uh, which was really cool. Uh, and then like also like people that you meet throughout, uh, like the different kingdom storylines. Like you'll pick up people, and it's cool. Like I, I like went in and like put all of my lieutenants as like people I've met in the main story who I like felt a connection with and and stuff like that. I I, I like that. That's Wait. similar to what Odyssey did, but like the majority of people that you picked up in Odyssey were like kind of like randoms until like the very end, where you could like recruit your family as like your ship the, lieutenants you, if you did side missions occasionally you could get them to come with you and join yeah. you. Uh, yeah but imran i noticed this like two like it was one of the last things i did before i shut down t- today where uh i was in a random city and i met some dude and it was like this guy's whatever that word is yes. like second in command wants to come and, and work for you guys and so that's like actual peoples those are actual people oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. that's cool. I saw like zoo videos, like whatever character somewhere, and like I hired them. So yeah. now they work for me, and I can put them on my boat to like come around with me when I want to. I think depending on the equipment they give them, they might be like stronger based on that equipment. Yeah, but like mm. otherwise, they're not all that different from your actual AI crew. Right. Um. Really quick, the the last couple uh, story things I just want to shout out. One, I love how trippy some things are. If you know Assassin's Creed games and no no spoilers, but if you know the kind of like when you assassinate someone and you do that whole conversation with them afterwards, like Origins did it really well where you do a main assassination and like uh, it kind of harkened back all like they didn't do it that triply uh, trippy since like the first game where like you start off and like you're kind of like holding them on, uh, on the ground and like you would talk and like when they would talk like they'd be standing up and like shifting all around you and stuff like it's it's not exactly that in Valhalla but there's still some equally like what the fuck is going on here lore wise this is so cool because remember like this is before Assassin's Creed One. They're mm-hmm. not called assassins yet. They're the the, the hidden ones, um, and so there's just like a lot of like little things where I'm like, how? I, I I think I see where these pieces are coming from that have been set up in previous games. Like, how are they going to come together here? Which I'm so excited for. Wait, um, so this is before Assassin's Creed One? Yeah, about a hundred yep. or three hundred years before. Oh. Yeah, I yeah. This realize- is. Yeah, because they're still they're still called the hidden ones. Assassin's yeah. Creed One is during um, the Crusades. Yeah, yeah, the the the, the first uh, Crusades, the the last one. Uh, oh, the, the last, last Crusades. Crusades. 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so <laughs> I was about to make an Indiana Jones <laughs> joke. Uh, so yeah, this is some somewhere in between Origins and AC One, um, and then. Oh fuck! There was something else. Uh, just with the mysteries, I again, I'm surprised of like, um, Greggy, like you haven't found a lot that like you're like, oh cool, that like that was a cool moment. Like the the one that I want to shout out is like these kids found like what they thought was a dog like uh, trapped in a well, um, and I went to go help them. Found out it was a wolf, and it was very scary for a second. But then I found out that like the wolf was domesticated, and it was like kind of cool. And now it's just my friend, and it hangs yeah. out at What'd my. You name uh, it? Uh, I don't think you can name What's it. You, name? Or, you, can, oh, you, you can. There's like three options. It was Mine whatever was the like the sound. Gun. Whatever the sound. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, that Dwarf one. Guy. And like Dwarfka, and like it just hangs out at my camp, and it's also an ability. I have a where cat. you can like. Oh yeah, you can like uh, uh, on my a cat. Boat? Yeah, and it like hides in like the little like nook. It's really dope. But like that that wolf hangs out at your your base, and it's also an ability that you can equip. Where um, like if you hold like L two and like bring up your arrow abilities, it's on like circle for me. You can like bring your wolf, and it'll like sick itself onto oh, like yeah. whatever major enemy you're fighting. And it's dope as hell. Like by the way, like it's not just an ability. Like it's an ability that I have like a story with as well sure. now. Um, Did you go to the stable and change our horse out for the wolf? No, what? You should do that. What? You can ride a big wolf around. All right, where what? do you find the goddamn wolf? You guys have to, you have to build. Right it, you have to build the stable first. So this yeah, is a good, yeah, oh, my yeah. stable's all built like up a, again. I think it's like a ultimate edition thing, but you can change your horse out for a wolf. That oh, is dope as hell. Dope. I don't um, think I got cool. the ultimate edition. I do you yeah. have berserker armor? I don't know. I will have to go see. Yeah, because um, it be definitely awesome. have a all of our code. All of our codes were ultimate edition except Kevin. Except for Kevin, <laughs> there was one more story thing that I wanted to shout out, but I'm like well, here, kind of blanking th- on I, it. But whatever. I want you to think about it, Barrett, because right now I want to give you a word from our sponsor. This episode of the Kind of Funny Games Cast is brought to you by Honey. I don't need to read this ad because I use Honey all the time. What Honey is, ladies and gentlemen, is a little extension you install in your internet browser of choice. And then what happens is when you go shop online, which I do all the time, you check out. And that little thing that says promo code, the little Honey dancing coin drops down. And he runs all the different promo codes you could possibly insert there to find you the one that will save you the most money. Uh, The best news is that this is absolutely free. You don't have to pay for Honey. It installs in two clicks. You put it on there. You start saving money. And if you log in like I do with my Gmail, you accrue honey coins that you can then use for gift cards. Now, let's look at the ad and see what I'm supposed to say and if I just said the right things here. Because is that two easy clicks, like I already said, right? Uh, when you're checking out on one of its more than 30,000 supported sites, Honey pops up and ha- helps you do the apply coupons thing. Uh, seems like I nailed it. I love it. Uh, Honey has found over 17 million members, more than $2 billion in savings, and Greg Miller is one of them. Uh, Honey supports all kinds of retailers from tech and gaming sites to fashion brands to even food delivery. It's simple. If you have a computer, Honey should be on it. It's free and it works with whatever browser you use. You can get Honey for free today at joinhoney.com slash kinda. That's joinhoney.com slash kinda so they know we sent you. Thanks, Honey, for supporting today's episode and saving me, Greg Miller, a lot of money. You are fantastic. Uh, our next sponsor, of course, is Hims. Uh, you know forhims.com because Nick and Andy use it for their hair loss treatment. They noticed their hair was thinning. They went to forhims.com. They talked online on their own time to a doctor. It was all private, confidential, and great. Uh, today, however, Hims is here to talk to you about ED. Uh, a lot of people, of course, have erectile dysfunction, and guess what? They're embarrassed by erectile dysfunction, and guess what? You shouldn't be embarrassed about ED. You should just do something about it. So don't be embarrassed to call somebody, book an appointment, do whatever. Go to 4 You can go there, and you will talk you online. 
schedule the appointment. The appointment happens. You talk online to a doctor. If the doctor says it's right for you, they prescribe you well-known generic equivalents uh, to help you treat the ED. It is shipped directly to your door. It is in a package that is completely discreet. You don't have to worry about it being embarrassed to anything. Even though you should never be embarrassed, you should talk to medical professionals all the time. That's what for hims is for, making the conversations you don't want to have that would you know keep you from having them easy. And you just do it all online and don't have to worry about it. Um, I think I mean, again, I just won't lie to you. I just crushed that ad because again, I know uh, all about for hymns because we've been talking about them for so long. They've been great to kind of funny. Thank you very much. Uh, try hymns today by starting out with a free online visit. Go to forhymns.com slash kind of funny for your free visit. That's forhymns.com slash kind of funny. F O R H I M S dot com slash kind of funny. Prescription products are subject to medical provider approval and require an online consultation with a medical provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. See the website for full details and safety information. Remember, that's forhims.com slash kind of funny. All right. Did you think about it, Barrett? Uh, that was like you had like three seconds on our end. <laughs> in but... real time. No, I'm kidding. Think about <laughs> it some more. What I want to talk about is something we haven't touched on. That's performance. Like we've talked obviously about yes. this game. Uh, we haven't talked about how it actually runs on uh, either the PlayStation 4, Xbox One X, or Xbox Series X. Uh, Imran, what have you seen performance-wise from Assassin's so, Creed Valhalla? On the One X, it, it, the actual gameplay is fine. It runs at like... 30-ish, I would say, and like it looks nice, but like during the cutscenes, especially, there was just really bad performance drops, like going down a single frame, like oh wow, occasionally mm. during conversations, and when people were moving around, there were a lot of people in like a party scene or whatever. My Google apparently okay. Uh <laughs> I was very confused for a second. Um, but like on the Series X, it was 60 frames per second, much better. Image quality was great, resolution's great. The Xbox One X version like obviously this is a, this feels like a next gen game yeah. that they like ported back a little bit but it is yeah i think that's it's, been my experience of playing on playstation 5 again though i'm playing the playstation 4 backwards compatible version so i'm playing the playstation 4 version i was like oof like this doesn't it doesn't look bad don't get me wrong i'm not saying it looks bad but it didn't look great and it was that thing of like oh man like all right cool i, I did a lot of messing with the lumens and whatever trying to find the right thing to get the right attention and then even in cut scenes and especially in uh actual uh, in gameplay moments it was just like all right this looks not sharp it's fuzzy to an extent yes. or whatever and then yeah playing it on xbox series x i was like holy fucking shit like and it's a step up but it is the frame rate it is the detail it is the textures it is the cloth physics it is everything you'd expect from a next the gen. loading especially the loading Dude, into, yeah for oh, fast travel boom gone the loading yeah. on uh the pro playstation pro it's not good things take yeah it's a really long bad time. it, it was i timed time. it out for fast travel on the series x it was about five seconds to like <sighs> From I can't wait for next when gen. You, Kevin, we're so close. To when it like loads up like the, the stats of like wealth, uh, mysteries, all that stuff. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm fast traveling right now to another section of the city, right? Um, like, yeah. yeah, I'm on I'm on the pro. My main gripe is the loading times. Um uh, yeah, I haven't dealt with any like frame rate issues or anything. Okay. The one time I crashed, I think like right before it crashed, there were some like frame rate issues and uh anything that was like really obvious. Um, like yeah, I think the game only runs it 
30 right now on the pro um and like yeah i haven't noticed anything like super crazy um but yeah i had like that one really framey area and then it just like kicks me out of the game entirely but for me is like i think the game is really pretty i think it's yeah. on par maybe a little like uh at least comparing the ps4 pro version uh ps4 pro version of valhalla to the pro version of odyssey like i think it's a slight step above odyssey uh just with like the details and environments and things like that uh that like really stood out to me and like i think the other thing that really shows how pretty it is is that there's a much more i think uh, diverse landscapes throughout this game you start off in a snowy area yeah uh and yeah. then once you get to england you're more in like a uh woodsy Green type pasture. of area yeah. yeah and then there's like swamp areas and stuff like that and every area that i go to it's like all really pretty in their own right uh obviously like s swamps are ugly and shit but like i was really impressed <laughs> of like how cool. yeah, yeah like the detail of everything i was really impressed by and i think because there's a diversity in landscape it really shows off like how pretty the game is even is on kind of, uh last gen consoles it's kind of a diversion barrett i just i wanted to know Occasionally, I will like run through an area, and it will get smoky and smoggy. And then, like Ivar will say something like, "Oh, this land is cursed." What yeah. the hell is that? Oh, oh so you got to find oh. the cursed artifacts. There's yeah, cursed so. artifacts in there. Clean the oh. cleanse the land. So yeah, yeah, it'll get. Boy, it, it's like this poisonous gas that comes up, and like yeah, there's like usually like a, a skull that's um like looking all evil and shit, and you can like press your R three, uh, hold down your R three to like detect it or whatever, and then you like take it out with an arrow or hit it with your axe, and it'll like uh clear the cursed area, which hasn't really like built up to anything. I thought there would be well, more explanation for it, but like it's still like a cool little like all right. Mm, I cool. I'm not sure, but I feel like in the first in in Norway. Like there's near your little village, there's a like, there was mm -hmm. like a crazy dude, some guy being like, "Hey, there's a witch here that like cursed my wife or something." You go mm -hmm. and like you can kill the witch, or oh. not. I don't know because I just killed the witch by accident. Maybe, maybe. yeah. <laughs> but like then he then he said something about the, the land being cursed, and I was like, "All right, I don't know what the hell this guy's talking about." Walked away. <laughs> that's cool. And it's I, like I now now way. I kind of want to go back and see if that's. I, I, I it might not be that. It might just be part of the dialogue that they had. But I'm I'm curious if that's what that was, and yeah, I didn't know. Be, to look I into think it. they're, and that's the thing where like that's another thing of like I like that the mysteries are actual mysteries, and I don't mean like that specific one, but I mean like you don't know what you're gonna get when you run up on them. Is it that? Is it the find the you know you'll see a, a a symbol a sigil and then you have to make it in there to get a skill point to like or like the thing. the building the rocks and stuff like that. Yeah, Very relaxing, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would um, say like they classify flighting as mysteries, which is like weird but fighting super cool i really love doing that i, I love the fighting and man it Too pays reading, off yeah, thank you if you don't know this is the battle rap that they were talking about ahead yeah. of time where yeah you, so you go it, tit for tat with somebody and you have to pick the right thing reading. that has the right cadence and the right rhyme yeah and uh like some of them are like really obvious and easy because like some thank of them God will give you ones. options yeah some of them will like give you the obvious option of like this is the only one that actually rhymes yeah um but like i was not a, when De uh, greg and i demoed it uh, like I had noticed uh, when I had done the flighting, I was like, oh, my charisma went up. Uh, and that has actually like helped me a lot with like main oh, yeah. quests and even some side quests where it's like, yes. all right, I'm charisma level three. And like if I didn't have this, I would have to either have to like pay or fight them. And the obvious answer would be to fight them. But uh, I've been able to like do some like peaceful like walking away from like a priest who has a key that has to like unlock this uh this prisoner and stuff like that like it's been uh really cool how that kind of like sinks itself into the the, the full-on systems in the game yeah 100 percent. and i also adore the drinking game 
Like that, like if I come when I come to a new town and you'll find so somebody who timing. There's the little uh, the uh, Stein or whatever the horn they all drink out of, and you can go there and you challenge somebody and you bet money if you can outdrink them. And there's a mini yep. game to it. And then I, I went it's to, the first thing I do whenever I find I, a new area. I accidentally challenged someone during uh, like a raid, like as we were uh, raiding that village for the first time. <laughs> so like we were drinking and like all these people were like fighting around us. That's hilarious. Playing. I did one like right before a story mission, like it was like right next to like the the next quest. And like I when you go over like when after it you like walk around and you're drunk. So I like started this quest and like yep. things were still like filtered like in and out and it was just it was really funny uh, uh, say, one one complaint that i have about the raids is when you do a raid at a monastery at the end of it it's like you got all the wealth but i i feel like sometimes that doesn't happen when i'm like when you're going to kill like i don't know the like little like soldier camps or just the city sometimes it doesn't give me the little like worth like wealth acquired yeah, it never Confirm. I think maybe once it confirmed for me and everyone else. Ta- other every other time, because well, there's there's specific locations that are like specific raids. You can technically well, yeah. raid like any like any area. I think like well, even I mean, like little towns that are across. Like, like, like the Golden Barrel. I think mm-hmm. that's a raid spot. Yeah, yeah. but like there, there's like a fortress that I did in like uh, what at the England like towards the top that was like level twenty ish, and I I once I was done, like I didn't know I was done. Cause like I had done ever, I guess unlocked everything, and then I was kind of like, "Is that it? It'd be really cool if it told me if that was it." Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> huh. yeah. Um, there was there was one raid that I just had to give up on because I couldn't find the last barrel. Like, clearly sad. it was one of those. It was the underground. I just yeah, yeah, yeah. didn't I know how to get under it. there. Like, yeah. Well, I, was, I just like, I just give up, and I guess I'll just raid this place again. You know what's a weird thing about this game story wise is there are times you meet Danes that are like, the game tries to position them as evil. Like less good Danes because mm-hmm. they're, I don't know why, but like also we're bad. Yeah. We're also that, killing a bunch of people uh, yeah, and like so that's, raiding and doing stuff. It's it's funny because I feel like during not the e like whatever the E three equivalent conference was this year, uh, mm-hmm. where they uh, they did a couple of Ubisoft forwards. Ubisoft yeah, forwards. right. They they came in and they were like, we're gonna show you that like people's perception of what Vikings are is off, <laughs> and it's like no, no, it's not. They literally came in and like. They're like, oh, we got to build our city. Let's go steal stuff. And it was like, well, how is that changing yeah. my views? Maybe it'll uh, change later children. on. They have children. Yeah, I and get they, it. They, 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 like, the bad people are human beings with, like, kids. <laughs> but, that like, brings me to wait, the wait, thing wait, that on, I was... Hold on, hold on, hold okay, on, okay, Like, okay. I, when I raid a village, like, I burn it to the ground. Like, every... <laughs> and I, I get that that's my choice. But, like, I feel like that's what I'm supposed to do. Like, I'm throwing... Mm. Uh, I'm... Lighting, yeah, throwing torches or lighting my arrows on fire, and I'll accidentally kill. Well, sometimes I'll purposely kill someone that's just standing in the wrong place, and it's like, <laughs> oh, just it'll desynchronize if you keep killing civilians. And I was like, yep. that's not how history went, guys. Yeah. That's not how uh, history went. Ivor didn't kill civilians, like, yeah, yeah she did. You sure, killed, like, yeah, so sure. Many. Yeah. Wait, uh, one, one last, one last thing. Let me just get this yeah. out because I meant to say this way earlier. Uh, yesterday, Greg, you did a stream uh, with Xbox. Where you played yeah. the game, one of the yeah. the developer videos, they were saying the two handed weapons you can get a, a thing, a skill to use them one handed. So oh, really, Imran, what you were saying, that it seems like there's a solution to that. Okay, I gotta mm-hmm. find. It's not. I've not seen it on my like because I've been building towards the skills basically. But yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I should look into that. I imagine it's like one of the the like the 
red uh red tree once maybe that's all but like, if uh, i'm wrong about that i'm sorry i didn't mean to be wrong um <laughs> what we were just talking about though like led me into the thing that i was trying to think of earlier uh around the ad break was the main story has me interested in viking politics more than i thought i would be and just like the different uh clans and how they're deciding kings and the relationship to saxons and stuff like that like i'm again very very intrigued every time i go into a kingdom and like why is this group of danes um uh considered worse than uh, like our our but, group like, they, right they're all um, assholes though right like like they, they, they oh, yeah. their, their goal was to be like hey these guys aren't as bad as history's made them out to be i feel like they're <laughs> failed miserably <laughs> yeah and, and again like I've, I've gotten to some story beats that i think is going to maybe uh open up to like our true intentions of coming out to England and stuff like that, which I, I, I don't want to get too into um, yeah. just because of spoiler but stuff. Again, but like, again, regardless I, I, of what it is, it doesn't change the fact that we got there and immediately we're like, we need to rob and <laughs> steal oh, man, things from nice people. It's nice to be off this boat. We found this yeah. place. Let's go uh, get all these other places. Go raid these people. And again, it's also like the the other thing is like the, the relationship between Saxons and Danes and trying to, uh, some of them at least trying to share this land and like they're, um, and some of them attacking each other because of their religious beliefs. I think there's a lot of like interesting, uh, yeah. uh, as someone who's not religious, I, I find it very interesting of like these two very different religions, uh, having conversations but, about like what they believe in. And there's but, like a funny conversation about like, um, uh, you're with your Vikings and they're talking about like the cross and they're like, yeah. what is he going to yeah, do like really on funny. that cross and stuff like that? It's, yeah. why, it's why really, have the de- why have the device that killed your Lord? I yeah, think it's really yeah, exactly. Like why you so good i feel like all of that is like it's all interesting stuff but it it doesn't change the fact that like when they first get there they're like hey you know what they keep their money in churches let's steal from the churches you know it's you know it's not like a philosophical thing they were just like that's where a lot of gold's at yeah there is like the one lady who knows way too much about english politics i'm positive that no, I'm not positive. I'm relatively sure she's just Cassandra's model, just reused again because it's oh, almost yeah. exactly the same. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Uh, well, one of the things I wanted to shout out when we were talking about this, uh, me, you know, uh, playing on Series X now after playing so much time with PlayStation. One of the things I think is amazing, and I know they've talked about it, but I didn't understand how it was going to work was Ubisoft Connect and how you can, mm. you know, upload your save and share it all on, you know, you know, uh, uh, cross platform. You can move it around. Um, I had been looking at Ubisoft connects on our things. Obviously we're, we have the game before it's out. So like a, a few different things in like the menu and the minutia of it aren't working yet. And so I've, I've gone into Ubisoft connect and some of it doesn't work. And I had been looking for where you upload your save and it was nowhere to be found. I was like, no big deal. Because when you go in and make your manual saves, there's on PlayStation, there's the one with the little cloud next to it that has it. And I'm like, Oh, so this signifies that this one is the one that is, I was like, is this, uh, the game is picking which one it saves for to cloud storage on PlayStation. Is it, this is the one on my, you know, that's being backed up to PlayStation plus is this the, whatever it was. And so I was floored to turn on the Xbox series X, start a new game. And when I went to save that, go in there and see the cloud with my save from PlayStation. Like it's yeah, all automatic. That's really cool. Like that shit's all through. That's Ubisoft insane. That's really there. cool. And the, the, uh, right now, the way you just save on my Xbox right now, and when I'm done with it, I save it and w- w- turn turn it or don't even, I don't even know if you turn it off, but once I save it, it's uploaded to the cloud. I can put it back on PlayStation. That's awesome. Yeah. I had so, downloaded yeah. the game to my Series X a couple of days ago because I I had thought it was live then. It wasn't. So like once I when you guys told me it was live, I just turned off my Xbox One X version, then turned on my Series X where it was already downloaded, immediately booted it up, and the, like there was just my save. 
from Xbox One X so already cool. there. Just immediately started. Like, all right, cool. Next gen is, is so cool. Very cool. <laughs> What's so next convenient. gen all about, Kevin? It's convenient. It's convenient. Yeah. Uh, one, one last thing about the combat that I forgot to talk about. The one thing that is constantly frustrating with the combat is the uh, lock-on system. Um, mm, I, yes. I feel like constantly yeah. it's very finicky, uh, even with like uh, people that I do have locked on that I do want to fight, like uh, Avor will start fighting someone else. It is uh, it is the one, like, it's like one of the few sore thumbs I find in this game is like the, man, they get, they got to try to up, update that. Maybe, maybe the day one patch will update it somehow. But yeah, it that's was, been yeah. like the most finicky thing for me. I was mid combo on someone today and they ever just turned around and like finished the combo on someone else. <laughs> like, no, no I, want, I was trying to kill this guy back there. Yeah. I, yeah. I stopped using it, but like it's necessary for certain skills, like the ones where you're throwing the axes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. or like the one where you jump up and like come dive down on them where yeah. I just like I did that to no one and I was like alright <laughs> I guess that, I'll that use skill the thing feel, feels like there must be Mjolnir in the game like that jump up and like crash oh, down God, thing I, so. I feel like really, there must be really like that cool. uh, and then one last thing about the the graphics and like how it looks on the PS5 compared to the other consoles watching Greg stream it on the Xbox Series X it's just like oh man I'm not getting an Xbox, but if somehow I get my hands on it, I'm really happy I can transfer. Well, again, keep in mind like that. I I I can't wait to compare Xbox Series X to PlayStation Five. That's the mm-hmm. other thing we don't know, right? And we know the partnership between uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla and Xbox has been there for a long time. So I I I'm expecting to some respect what we're seeing. I think that it was the a Valhalla earlier, upgrade right? the Valhalla upgrade will be available day one for PS Five though, right? 100. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Cool. And I think what cool. we're, what Imran said earlier is I agree with that. This is a next gen game that was just pushed down to PlayStation yeah. 4 and Xbox yep. One X. Like The way it loads, you can feel that, yeah. Next mm. Gen is the preferred platform for this, so I'm expecting yes. the same out, out of the PlayStation 5 version, whether it will yep. be or not, we, will remain to be seen. But yep. I think as we called this at the top, right, this is our Assassin's Creed Valhalla review so far. I'm far from done with this game, and I'll be same. kicking yeah. tires when PlayStation 5 comes around. So I guess that's the question to end on here. We've talked for, we started this like, we all like it. Do we love it? I don't know. And Barrett <laughs> loves it. But it was that thing we've now talked for like basically an hour and a half about this game. Like, Imran, you're going to keep playing? Yeah, for sure. After how disappointed I was with Watch Dogs Legions, I thought I was like, maybe I'm just done with Ubisoft Open Worlds. But no, this one's fun. I'm, I'm definitely going to keep playing after I'm done with this review. Uh, Kevin, you going to keep playing? Oh, for sure. At least another 90 hours. <laughs> I know you're laughing, Barrett. I assume you're gonna play through it all. I mean, the entire times. time we've been talking about it, I've been wanting to just turn around and turn it back on, and and that's the thing playing. about it, right? Where I like, I for I don't know what the difference is for me. Where I think Cassandra and Odyssey hooked me so much from the beginning on wow this is a breath of fresh air for uh, assassin's creed and for how they tell their stories and for this character and avor's story i think starts so well the prologue is so good and Mm. gets you right off onto it but then it you know kicks you forward 18 years or whatever it was a little bit of this and then i've i hadn't found the groove for it but like i've said multiple times in this i think i have now no i think well yeah I i think it's like 18 months what? No. Pretty sure I've played this opening like three times. And when you go after the first guy, he goes, How many winters has it been? 17? 18? Oh, you're right. When she's a kid right. to when she's like actual yeah. like adult A4. Oh, yeah. gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Okay. I, okay. I, I, I thought you were like, talking wait. about I thought you were talking about going from Norway to England. I was like, I don't oh, think no, that's no, 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 no,
I'm I have it open right here and I look at it and I can't wait to still go do that yeah. stuff. Yeah. My 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 thing that I'm interested in like I definitely like want to get through the story again I just hit stuff in like my last play session playing like right before we started recording this uh where I'm like really excited to see what the story the rest of the story is with uh with your family and like your specific viking group and the lore that has been set up with assassins with the isu gods and all that stuff um I'm interested with some of the similar um systems that this game carried over from odyssey if i will still want to do those things odyssey mm, mm. there's like two other storylines in odyssey that you there are available after you complete the family storyline uh with cassandra um and those two those two like story beats take a while to get through because there is a lot of grinding to be able to be level to be able to murder a certain character and stuff like that and i'm wondering if i'll feel tired uh like once i beat the main story here if i'll still feel motivated to do those same systems in this game because like odyssey i had to do it for uh ign because i was working at ign at the time so like we needed the capture of like the actual ending of odyssey and i was exhausted by the end of it um so I, i'm interested to see like again. yeah i put 80 hours of uh into odyssey in the span of two weeks and i think <laughs> that's, that's a, a big <laughs> in two weeks, Kevin. In two weeks. I, I think I did 110 in two weeks. I had to stop All myself. Right. This isn't a <laughs> No, I'm just saying. Right. It was a very addicting game. I was staying up to like yeah. four in the morning every night. It was bad. Yeah, same. Um, and uh, so I'm, I'm just interested to see if like I'll still feel motivated by the end of the story uh, with those same uh, kind of uh, systems of having the assassination tree up with the Order of Ancients and trying to like take off like Ooh. each group uh, from each tree and stuff like that. So we'll see. Ladies and gentlemen, that's our review so far of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. What do you think? Let us know in the comments below. Remember that this is the kind of funny games cast each and every week. You get a brand new episode of us talking about the things we love and don't love in video games. You can catch it on patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames where you can write in with your own questions. You can watch us record it live. You can get it ad free and you can get it with the exclusive post show we tack on when we're not doing three episodes in one week. Uh, however, if you want to toss no bucks our way, it's no big deal. You can do just that at youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames roosterteeth.com and podcast services around the globe uh, i'm sure we will all be playing assassin's creed for a while so you can look forward to kind of funny games dailies games casts and every other video game podcast we do under the sun talking about it in some respect but until next time no it's been our pleasure to serve you